This episode is powered by Flex Chargers. Hey everyone, this is officially legit. Episode 17. Excuse my voice, I'm really tired and all that, but we're here. (laughs) We are here, and we only we are on the second to last episode of officially legit for just this year. Yeah, you know, see the finales coming up. This is Kat, aka putting the rock star in old navy rock star fitted jeans, aka officially one of the million hand-picked followers of the base god aka yo new york in the house is catlin in the house AKA, <laughs> the cat's in the bag and in the box and on the laptop it's really not far to get a cat on these things i don't get it <laughs> aka the filipina colada you already know, it's your boy Wilson, a.k.a. Tireme la pito mama huegazo, ya tu sabes que estamos aquí activados. A.k.a. Just like the goat, Chris has Porzinga, I'm out here dropping 40 on you and dropping in your Woman Crush Wednesday's DMs. A.k.a. Just a Virgo out here trying to reach my full potential. A.k.a. I mean, what would you really gain from me? A.k.a. Stop asking me to text you back if you don't answer my emails, you bum. All right. Episode 17. Uh, I'm already feeling, like, sad because I know this is all going to be over soon. Temporarily. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're making it seem like it's, like, over for real, for real. But now we're just taking a little break. Well, we we took a break for, like, two weeks and even that was just I couldn't handle it but at least we'll have Christmas to um, distract ourselves and also we're going to have plenty of content um, to hold everybody off you know yes oh yes I have something specific we have something specific in mind um, that we are planning but I feel like we probably shouldn't say anything yet but just get excited Yes, yes. So, how was your week, Kat? Um, this week was the best Twitter week of my life. Thank you for asking. I am a, I'm a new person. Why is that? Okay, so I had an incredible, incredible interaction with the Southwest Airlines on Twitter. And... Actually, yeah, let me get into that first before getting into the other thing because that was just the cherry on top. So um, if you guys didn't know, I flew to Maine for Thanksgiving and um, I flew southwest. And normally I fly like (laughs) I fly Frontier. (laughs) um, What's that other one that's like really shitty? Spirit. Um, There's spirit (laughs) so i'm usually applying those two things and like feeling really cramped and just really um parched because they don't give drinks or (laughs) anything i remember (laughs) i flew to colorado on frontier like a few years ago and it was like three hours or something like that and like i was waiting and waiting for someone to bring a cart 
of drinks and nobody came. <laughs> so thirsty the whole time. Um, but so flying Southwest was like luxury compared to all that, even though it was just, um, you know, that GA life. <laughs> <laughs> that but, GA um, life that we don't do. We don't do GA. No, I mean, I do, but <laughs> when I, when, <laughs> but it was fine because I'm, I'm still not used to it. So on Southwest, you get free live TV and luckily to my fortune, um, there was a law and order SVU marathon happening. <laughs> so we watched that for two hours and then, um, so obviously I had to tweet about it. So immediately when I got off the plane, I tweeted, I have to pull up the thread. There's a thread, okay? (laughs) (laughs) At Southwest Air, had free live TV on my flight, so obviously, and then I posted a screenshot of the Law & Order um, SBU title card. And then, the Southwest Airlines responded with, in New York City, the dedicated detectives who investigate these vicious felonies are part of the elite squad known as the Special Victims Unit. These are their stories. Dun dun. They even typed the dun dun. <laughs> and um and and not only did they respond to that, but they responded within like five minutes. Wow. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. They're on top of it. And then so I was like, all right, this is cool. So I like responded to Scrifanzies with the gif from um the stepbrothers movie with Will Ferrell where where they're like do we just become best friends yep and they responded to that um first they responded with the gif that was like a girl saying like duh and then yeah and then it it was really nice and then they responded again with saying you're our supernova girl after all and for those of you that yeah go ahead go ahead (laughs) For those of you that don't know, my Twitter username thingy is zoom, 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 make your heart go boom, boom from Xenon. And after that line, it goes, you're my supernova girl. And they knew that song and they responded with it. So not only did they respond to my comment, but they actually looked at my profile, made the connection and commented. And then I was like, okay, I have to, I have to keep this going. So <laughs> I responded with to that with... Um, this is the best. I was already hyped about getting peanuts and wheat thins because on Southwest, you don't just get a little bag of peanuts. You get a bag of wheat thins too, which is crazy. And also I included a gif of DJ Khaled saying, I appreciate you because I really <laughs> do. And then um, they respond with that with kind of like a generic thing. Well, it's okay. It was like, they call us Southwest for a reason. Have a great flight. And I want to be like Southwest. I already flew. That's why I... Freedom, but <laughs> it's okay it's okay it's all right um so yeah and every time they responded for something i would scream <laughs> and then i was like riding in matt's mom's car and they were like driving and matt was like can you please stop screaming we are on the road I, every time you scream i think something horrible has happened on the street but um yeah but that wasn't it well, I mean, no that wasn't it no that wasn't it um, the very next morning, I wake up and, okay, so it's 11.28, I just wake up, <laughs> and it, on Twitter, I get a notification that says, 
little bee the base god followed you back and i screamed again (laughs) (laughs) um so it was a very blessed thanksgiving how many Um, people did you tell what happened um well i like I texted you and my brother and, like, showed Matt, but I put it on Facebook, so I guess everyone... Gotcha. You have to let, you have to <laughs> let everybody know. Yeah, exactly. And then you you put it the best, but now I'm officially part of Twitter. Thank yeah, you. you're officially part of Twitter. Yeah. So, um, yeah. it was. I was in a very good mood, but it's like... Unfortunately, I couldn't, like, share the good news with everyone at thanksgiving because um pretty much only one person besides me knows who he is i think at the dinner i would say i mean i i would imagine like trying to explain it to people that don't know who little b is you know he's a base god like you know he's a guy that people will say you can fuck my bitch base god you know really like it's that guy yeah yeah exactly and um also he's the first rapper ever to write and publish a book at 19 so I didn't even know that about According to according to his Twitter bio. Gotcha. Um he also is a producer slash director slash photo slash branding slash marketing slash historical online figure. I would love I aspire to be a historical online figure. <laughs> we know. Man. I know. There's actually um I was uh as I was Cyber Monday shopping today. I found a shirt that said giving up giving it up giving it all up to be famous. I'm like, should I get this? No, I shouldn't get this. <laughs> I feel I can already feel the judgment. That's um, funny. That's so funny. Speaking of Cyber Monday, did you get any did you do any Black Friday shopping? I did. Um one of the things that I shopped for, I don't know if this counts because I wanna this ties into Thanksgiving was I experienced buying a Christmas tree, a real one, for the first time, like chopping it down. Yeah, you know, I saw that you you documented the entire journey of this kid's Christmas tree, and I was like, man, this must be Kat's first time. It is. It was the first time. Like, my whole life, I think we probably had a real Christmas tree, um, like, one time when I was growing up, but all the other times it was fake, fake trees. You know, sh- shout out to the fake trees, though. You know what I'm saying? They last all year round. And they're a lot easier to deal with, I discovered. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but it was cool that you go to this place, this, like, farm, and you, like, actually look out on into the woods. Like, all right, which tree do I want? And then you have to chop it down, and it's crazy. Um, but I, unfortunately, did not get the opportunity to whack the tree. Um, because I had to look at, like, keep an eye on the little babies that were running around in matching Adidas tracksuits. Yeah, I saw that. That's fire. Yeah. Should have gone, um, gone cloud, cloud classes. Oh, yes, I know. And um, I was telling, I was like, man, this year we have to get them, like, matching gold chains. So maybe we'll have to add cloud glasses, too, to that. You have to. You got to. <laughs> Um, and then we'll make them a Twitter account, and then ba- Lil B will follow them, and we'll just come off full circle. Yeah. Um, but for real Black Friday shopping, um, yes. The only thing I actually bought on Black Friday, Black Friday, was this new Stunna Lip Paint by Fenty Beauty. 
Surprise, surprise. Yeah, but not really. Um, have you heard anything about this new lip paint, Wilson? And how revolutionary it is? Oh. <laughs> Do you care to know about any of this? See, there's no real right answer. You know what I mean? I could either be honest and be a jerk or lie. I'll tell you. Okay. So <laughs> the Stunnel lip paint is like a universal red, which will apparently look good on all skin tones, all shades. And I got it. And I'm super excited. It hasn't come in yet, though. Oh, and Rihanna. You know, just now, just now when I saw you reach your hand out, mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought that you were going to reach for it, and then you pull up, you pull out a cup. No, it's not here yet, unfortunately, but it uh, did ship. I just saw a whole side of Lux I didn't think I was going to see before. <laughs> yeah, Lux just um, crawled right in front of the camera, and I'm sorry if you just saw her butt. But no, she, you know she definitely stopped right there for like a quick second. You know what I mean? We're recording this at midnight so you know it's like officially legit after hours you might see a cat butthole <laughs> who knows yeah you never know <laughs> um but besides that that was probably like my splurge but um well then i went to revolve and ebor got some like vintage ish stuff um right before seeing wilson at the ritz or right after seeing wilson at the ritz and then had to hit up Old Navy because they were having a 50% off everything sale. <laughs> you see a lot of grandmas there? I don't shop at Old Navy in person. I just go online. Gotcha. Is there a reason why? Because um, I don't know if there's an Old Navy near me. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. I can't be bothered, you know. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> so I got... A bunch of stuff, you know, made sure I got right above 50 so that I could get the free shipping. And then I just bought um, a few gifts from Hot Topic. <laughs> yeah, Hot Topic Hot Topic had a lot of good deals. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, I can't mention any of the stuff on here because they're gifts, but... For sure. Yeah, I think it was pretty successful. Um, yeah. For sure. Awesome. Um, how, you know, how was uh, the 21 Savage? Um, I had a great time. Also, for your perspective. Mention, from your perspective. I also just want to side note mention that we also got a Roomba. So, <laughs> I'm excited oh, about it. Yeah. I don't know what that is. But it you sounds don't know what fire. a, wait, 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 wait. You don't know what a Roomba is? No. Wilson, you don't know what a Roomba is? Why, why are you judging me? <laughs> I'm just... How do you not know what a Roomba... Okay, you need to Google what a Roomba is because you, I, you need to confirm to me that you don't actually know what a Roomba is. You're probably oh. going to think I'm really washed because I'm super excited for this new device that we're going to have in our house. But this is a big deal. It's a device? That we got. It's a device. Google it right now. Wow, I'm I'm literally googling this right now. So yes, this is something that was we didn't buy. Technically, it was a gift, but it was purchased on Black Friday. So. Oh well, how do you how do you expect me to know what this is? Because it's been around for a million years. Okay, Wait, so I no. guess so. So we're we're talking about two different things then. Why? Never mind. 
Uh, spell this. Spell this Roomba. Oh, actually, I don't know how it's spelled. I think it's R O O M B A. Oh, so not the R U M B A. Oh no. Okay, no, so there's two, there's two different things. Oh, are you thinking of a dance? Yeah, I, I thought you bought like a like a dance machine. <laughs> no, but you know what? You know what? That would make sense too. Okay. No, I guess I can see the confusion, I guess. But once I said device, you should have known. Anyways, I got well, the... I mean, it could be a dance machine. It's not, it's not. <laughs> I guess that would make sense for me, too. Yeah, exactly. You'd be excited for it, too. Um, But no, I got a robotic vacuum cleaner. <laughs> and I'm so fucking excited for this because there's just constantly stuff on the ground that needs to be picked up. So, 21 Savage... You gotta put a radio on top of it. Yes, DJ Roomba. Okay, so you know what I was talking about. Yeah, you're right. I got you. I got you. Yeah, okay. So, anyways, 21 Savage. <laughs> Moving on to much cooler things that I associate myself with, other than robotic vacuums, um, was the 21 Savage tour, which I got to experience last night. And it was so much fun. It was great. Um, shout out to Wilson, because... He didn't. He had me not experience a GA life, and instead had me up on the balcony, which is really cool. You already know we'll do GA. Yeah, um, and ah. and um, th there was a bunch of people. Like I wasn't sure how it was gonna be on a Sunday because I never go out on Sundays. <laughs> there was actually a ton of people, and like they were all like singing along and stuff. And the stage was so cool. So um, do you want to what talk about you, this one? What are you holding up? <laughs> I didn't realize that it was in the camera. <laughs> um, it's a, all right, so it's a laser from my cat. Um, and it's huge. The reason why it's huge is because it's automatic. But the thing is, Lux doesn't, respond to it when it goes automatically because it's too fast so i turn on the manual control and i <laughs> just like wave it around and it looks like you're holding up an air freshener <laughs> it does i actually have one of those air fresheners right over there but um yeah she was just being really annoying so when i'm waving the laser around so that she stopped biting my feet <laughs> this is this is multitasking people gotcha okay? gotcha like she's over here talking about the show holding up an air freshener and i'm like yo what's going on what is going on i'm just really into home goods you know i have the roomba i have the air fresheners um but yeah why don't you why don't you describe for us the 21 savage setup because it was so awesome oh there was a a giant uh, uh jason from friday the 13th a statue that had like a robotic head, um, LED lights, laser eyes, yeah, laser LED eyes. laser eyes, and um, a moving a moving mechanical arm holding the machete, um, and it was huge. It was like maybe three of me. Not more than that, for sure. More than that. Five, five. Yeah, like five, five cats. So like ten, ten feet, ten, ten foot tall. Wait, are you only two? No, <laughs> I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not even gonna try to do that math. No, you're 
no. I'm so bad at math. Um, <laughs> don't let my ethnicity fool you. I suck at math. <laughs> um, and then on the opposite side of the stage, there there was a um, a a mask, a Jason a Jason mask uh, shaped um, sort of like a like a like an entryway. So then when 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 his set began, he came out through the curtains where the mouth part of the mask is. It looked really cool. It was really, it was really elaborate, and um, yeah. yeah, is he? And you must have loved it being like a horror movie uh, fanatic. Yeah, it turns out um, that he's also a really big horror movie fan. Makes sense. He had all these like, um, like the video graphics that was playing throughout the show. It was all like horror movie snippets. Yeah, of like someone and getting classic, <laughs> classic horror movies. My my bloody Valentine, the original one, um, create the original Creepers. Like he 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 likes the classic joints, which is tight. Yeah, it was cool. And then of course you have like the knife, just right, floating right. around. It's a knife. Um, yeah. What uh, what did you think of the show? I mean, it was tight. It was cool. How did it compare to Orlando? Um, well, it's, it's, it's weird because, like, in Tampa, the venue looks a lot bigger in mm-hmm. Tampa. So, um, in Orlando, with re- having relatively around the same amount of people inside, it, uh, it, it looked like it was more packed. You know what I mean? In, in Orlando? Yeah. Oh, okay. Where do you, where did he have more fun? Orlando. Damn it. Yeah. But, Wait. but in Orlando, the stage wasn't big enough to do the full production. So at least the fans were able in Tampa were able to see the statue and all that. You know what I mean? That's right. And you know what? I'm going to petition you right now to have shows on Fridays or Saturdays and not Sundays in Tampa. Why is that? So that I can go. I mean, you came, you came yesterday. Well, that was after a lot of um, debating, personally, and planning. And, and, shout out, shout out and to resting. The, shout out to Anthony Martino for probably playing his part in getting Kat to come out. That's true. He was, that was motivation. So I was like, okay, so like, if someone is expecting, if another person is expecting me to go, that I have to go. If it's just Wilson, then whatever. Yeah, you know, like, screw Wilson. Yeah, but no, it was so much fun. We were, it was you, uh, me, Wally, and Anthony on the balcony. And, yeah. So, before we get even more in-depth with 21 Savage, I want to hear about how your Thanksgiving was. Wow. So, like... (laughs) Originally, I actually thought my uh, family was out of town, right? So, you know, I already planned, um, you know, Thanksgiving being the day before the first 21 Savage show. Like, I planned just chilling at home, probably just make some food for myself and, like, leave early in the morning to go straight to Orlando for Miami, right? So um, I'm just vibing, just chilling. And then my dad calls me. He's like, yo, like, where you at? And I was like, what do you mean I'm home? And he was like, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you. Like, We didn't even go. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I was like, damn, yo, I probably should go. So 
I ended up making it making it to Tampa like at uh, eleven at night. You know what I mean? I still ate by myself. Screw that. Wait, so you arrived on Thanksgiving Thursday yeah. at eleven? Right. So, we're, is anyone still awake? Okay, I mean, yeah, I got a lot of siblings. Like, they were all awake and stuff. But like, um, mm-hmm. uh, I got there in time to eat, like, and get ready for the show in the morning because I had I had to be in Orlando early in the morning. So, like, yeah, it was it was cool. It was a good vibe. True. I guess you were still were gonna you were gonna have to make your way up here, anyways. Yeah, eventually. sure, sure. I just wasn't I wasn't gonna. Go on Thursday. I was gonna go on Friday. Mhm, mhm. Well, I'm glad that you were able to have some family time because thinking about you know someone eating Thanksgiving dinner by themselves is really sad. I mean, I mean, honestly, I, I'm gonna be real with you. Like, I'm, I'm not. Like, I, I think I talked about this in the last episode. Like, holidays is whatever for me. You know what I mean? Like, it's mm-hmm. whatever for me. Like, uh, yeah, it's not a big deal. There's it's a lot of good food coming around. That's about it. A lot of good food. What did you eat? Oh, man. Like, everything. Like, a typical Spanish Thanksgiving. Like, you know, like, it's funny because, like, turkey is, like, really big traditional-wise for Thanksgiving. But I, that's not what I look forward to. You know what I mean? I look forward to, that, like, the roast pork and, like, you know what mm. I mean? Chicken and all that. And, like, the, all, the, all the good egg salads and all that. You know what I mean? Like. The turkey's the last thing on my mind. So, what would you have eaten if you had stayed in Miami? Um, I had uh, um, prepared uh, um, some pork shoulder, pork shoulder, and some roasted chicken with uh, wow. rice and corn. Yeah. So, um, after. After all the Thanksgiving traveling and Twenty One Savage tour traveling, were you able to get any Black Friday shopping done or Cyber Monday shopping? Oh, you already know. Like as soon as I woke up Friday morning, I hit up Hot Topic. You know what I mean? I got a lot of, I got a lot, I got a lot done. I got a lot done on Hot Topic. Like I got, it was like ten dollar tees and like uh, three for twenty five Funko Pops. You know what I mean? And like. Yo, I saw that. I was like, it's a wrap. I'm about, to, I'm about to go broke. I'm about to go broke. And, um, so yeah, I got some gifts and stuff there, too. And then, um, also, uh, I, uh, my, my homie he, in New York, uh, he has a company, the, the Peralta Project, and I supported him, and I got some shirts, shirts for Black Friday for him, too. Um, but really, my 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 highlight of my shopping. Oh no, I lied. Oh, I skipped over a good part. I got uh, some vinyls actually. Uh, it was buy one get one free. Um, and I got a uh, Starboy, uh, Beauty Behind the Madness. Uh, both of them from the weekend. Uh, I got um the Arctic Monkeys uh, AM, and uh, Muda Masa's album. Um, but um, on Saturday. I woke up, you know what I'm saying, checking my email, and I got an email that uh, the new Yeezys were dropping at 11.15. And I was like, damn, like, I never get it. Like, every single time Yeezys drop, it's always an L. It's always an L for me. But, like, literally, like, on my first try, I, I got them. 
came through. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm proud of me too. Um, was that all on Friday? Everything but the Yeezys was on Friday. The Yeezys were on Saturday, Saturday morning. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm. I'm really bad when it comes to like trying to make trying to like beat other people when you're in line. It stresses me out. It's like oh, I have to get it right now, or is it the best deal? Not sure. But you know, you did it. I did. I did. I did it. I'm, I see people are flipping these Yeezys for like seven hundred dollars. So I mean, is that what you're gonna do? No, I'm aware of them. I'm aware of them. Now, now I have two pairs, so I'm more wear, wear one around the house. You know what I'm saying? I'm wear one when I, when I go out. What? Yeah. You wear shoes inside the house? I will now. <laughs> oh, see, I remember when I was younger, and like obvious, I'm. Filipino, so we don't wear shoes inside the house. And I remember watching TV shows growing up, like Full House and stuff, and they'd wear shoes inside, and they'd wear shoes on the bed, and I just didn't, I was so grossed out. I'm like, Yeah, there's the shoes on the bed, I never understood that, you know what I mean? I mean, mm-hmm. if anything, like, I wear sandals around the house, you know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah, I get that. Yeah, we, we'll wear sandals, too. Um, but it's just, like, house sandals. Um, but I guess now you're gonna need, like, Yeezys for the bed specifically. So you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I gotta get another pair of Yeezys. I have Yeezys for the bed. You're right. Oh, I also gotta get Yeezy shower shower shoes. Are you serious? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, like, I 100% would have believed you if you said that you got them. No, no, no. Um, but, yeah, yeah. It, it was a good weekend. Good weekend. Um, Obviously, you could tell by my voice. I'm actually not sick. Um, I just lost my voice during the tour. Just yelling, actually, yelling a lot. You, you sounded totally fine when I visited you before the show while they were setting up. And then yeah. once, so I came back around like nine o'clock for the show. And then Wilson was trying to talk to me. I'm like, why do you sound like you aged like 50 years? <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> Are you all right? <laughs> Yeah, no, my voice, my voice just got, it, it got fed up. My voice just got fed up. Um, but was it? <clears throat> yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. I, I need to make sure the show ran straight, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, what, what is it like working with 21? Um, he, he's really intimidating. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess I wouldn't, like, characterize him as being really friendly, but, like... I mean, no, no, like, he's not... He is friendly, but, like, he has, like, the intimidating aura. You know what I mean? True, true. Also, I thought he was a lot younger, but he's 25, so... Whenever I find out find out someone's younger than me, I'm like, oh, I can't be intimidated by you. But then when they're, like, around the same age, I'm like, okay, I can, I can be intimidated by you. And he's 25, <laughs> so... Oh yeah, he's it's something about him like, like the way he looks at you. You know what I mean? The way he looks at you when he's talking to you, like. <laughs> I'm actually looking at a gif of him right now that we're gonna have to post later. But, um, oh, so, but he isn't like mean, right? Nah, 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 nah. At least, at least I haven't experienced anything. You know what I mean? 
Knock on wood, I don't mm-hmm. ever want to experience anything. No, you probably don't want to mess with someone that has a knife tattoo on their forehead. Right, right. No, nah, but I mean, we're basically best friends. You know what I'm saying? We both like horror, horror movies. We both, we both like Amber Rose. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, you both um, are both um, self-described sluts. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, we're out here. Like, what if, what if, like, we find out that 21 Savage is actually, like, my long lost brother. Only one way to find out. You should call him and say exactly yeah, right. that. Yeah, no, that's not happening. <laughs> no, just... you, um, but you know, um, he did post something on Twitter that's pretty interesting um, a few days ago. Should I read it? Yes. All right. So on Twitter, he had a little a little rant. Um, but something I think an important topic to talk about. He goes, why do so many of these quote-unquote OG rappers judge the new generation? They say we make drug user music like making drug selling music is better. What's the difference? What about the fact that rap is the number one genre of music right now? None of y'all acknowledge that. Artists been snorting cocaine and smoking crack since the 70s and 80s. Did y'all forget about that? Instead of judging how about y'all make a change, if the message in the previous generation of rap was so good, why did so many of our parents abandon us for crack? Why are we still killing each other? Don't use us as a scapegoat. Our music is a reflection of what's going on in our community, and all we're doing is using our talent to escape that community. Wise words. Okay, so I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play a devil's advocate here. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I, I have a good argument for. Two different, two different sides, all right. Okay. Two different sides. Let's hear it. All right. The first side I'm gonna attack is what he said about um, uh, rap being popular now, most popular genre of music now. And basically, he's inferring that the reason why it's that popular is because of this generation, right? He's mm-hmm. not wrong. He's not wrong because. All right, let's face it this way. I went to EDC, right? And when I went mm-hmm. to when I went to EDC, they played a whole lot of Travis Scott. They played a whole lot of Little Pump, and a lot of the reason why is because that music, that Little Pump and Travis Scott make, is is um it, it seamlessly can can be can uh, converted into different genres of music. Does anybody want okay. to listen to uh, an EDM version of uh, um, some Bethan Man song from the '90s? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or like, does, some, does somebody want to listen to uh, um, Dear Mama on the EDM version of Dear Mama? Mm, you know, you know maybe I mean? not. You know what I mean? Like, 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 what? I think like. People, people don't realize that the new rap is is has done nothing but just advance the culture, you know. Like it, it, it evolved. It evolved. Like yeah, it's not good quality wise if you want to talk about lyrics or whatever, right? Well, not. I mean, if you're, you can't really say that, like generally speaking, because maybe some artists are like that and some artists are more lyrical based. But anyways, continue. 
continue with your point. Wait, 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 what do you mean? What do you mean? Well, when you were saying that, like, maybe the quality of lyrics aren't very good now compared to back then, I mean, um, I feel like that discounts a lot of artists now. Well, well you know? I, mean, I mean, by an overall perspective. By an overall perspective. You know what I mean? Like, nowadays, it's not important. It's not important for you to put out a record with great lyrics. Back okay, then, I, I agree with that. Back yeah. then, you, you had to. You, you know what I mean? You had to. You weren't going to get on the radio. Yeah, yeah. Right? Okay. I see what you mean. Okay. Yeah. So, like, so I get, I'm 100% behind his point of um, uh, of this generation of rap being the reason why it's that popular. Mm -hmm. I get that. Because if if not, like, all right, the what I call the Kanye era, right? The two thousand, the two thousand four through, I'm sorry, the two thousand six through two thousand ten, that Kanye era where he dominated the radios. Even he wasn't able to fully transcend into different genres of music. You know what I mean? He he tried, he tried like the different remixes for Stronger, and like what he did with Eight Hundred Eight to Heartbreak in two thousand ten, like wasn't fully, fully transcending into like everywhere the way that i mean look at little pump's gucci gang you know what i mean like the song is everywhere and like it's so bad it's so <laughs> bad oh it's definitely a guilty pleasure of mine but um yeah i mean there was actually like science backing up what he's saying about rap being like the most popular genre um, according to a study from the University of London, um, hip hop is the most most influential genre in the last half century of popular music. So um, he's definitely not wrong there. And um, I, I mean, we wouldn't be where we are today in terms of hip hop if it wasn't for the previous generations, obviously. But I mean, you, I feel like to like completely like shit on. The music, the rappers and artists nowadays, um, is just you're completely ignoring how they've taken rap music to where it is now to be to continue its legacy of being this influential. Right, right, right. I agree. Mm -hmm. oh, my my second my second argument, right, um, is on the flip side of it. Um, you know, he he mentioned uh about um you know the the how are you gonna complain when um our mothers were doing cocaine or something like that right is, is that what it mm -hmm. was so something doing like crack doing crack right mm -hmm. okay yeah all right so this is the thing there there's nothing there's nothing that we can find from any 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 generation of rap right any generation of rap prior to the one we're currently in that promotes more drugs than the one we're currently in. You see what I'm saying? Like, like yeah, he does have a point. In the 90s, a lot of rappers rapped about pushing weight and all that. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. <clears throat> but we have every single, every single rapper coming up right now, rapping about doing ecstasy, rapping about the Zans, I mean, cocaine, everything, and like, and 
it's it's a lot worse now than it's been ever. You know what I mean? So yeah, that was a bad point for him to bring up because he looks kind of dumb. I mean, like when they see what is confusing. What's confusing to me about people's arguments that like, oh, drug selling music is not as bad as like drug taking music is that. I feel like drug taking music, drug taking rap music has been around for not just the, the past few years. Like it's no, that it's more popularized. It's been a, I guess, but I mean, like think about like Gucci Mane and like the earlier and even like the early two thousands and yeah, stuff. Yeah, but, like, but those those drug taking music that Gucci Mane was making wasn't wasn't didn't hit mainstream. Well, I remember actually. I remember when. Um, jay-z had that song with alicia keys um what's it called the empire state of mind oh yeah he mentions he mentions taking molly and i remember hearing that because i hadn't heard it in like a mainstream song before and but that's an example of okay how i mean i feel like jay-z usually isn't grouped in with the types of rappers that are like you know shit on for being bad quality or something but he's one of the people so i don't know i i feel like um, yeah, but that was that was back in in uh, two thousand nine, and that was that was during the time where the transition of of drug selling and drug taking rap. You see what I'm saying? Because even 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 rappers like um, Kanye, Kanye, you're just talking about Kanye. Kanye never talked about selling drugs, right? Mm-hmm. And he also never talked about taking them until the until after two thousand ten. You see what I'm saying? It's just like it was just a transition. And and I'm not saying that Pete, that Jay Z and Kanye are exempt from you know being being brought talked down about this. Yeah, criticized. It's mm-hmm. just like it, it's they're adapting to what's currently what's currently acceptable. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So do you would you say that like that conversation that's happening in rap music right now is like? It's bringing it down. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm, 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 I'm a hundred percent against uh, drug taking rap, for sure. Hmm. For sure. I mean, it's so we, 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 it's we like just, so everywhere. Yeah, we just had little peep died, right? And mm, little peep, mm-hmm. little peep, rapped and saying about every drug that he took. You know what I'm saying? And rapped about mm-hmm. dying. Rapped about dying taking those drugs. And he has mm-hmm. millions of fans that listen to that shit. You know, mm-hmm. that's it's harm. It's harmful. And now, I, now well, I know yeah. I know in different genres like in rock, that's normal. You know what I mean? That's that's always been a thing. But but the difference is that rap has always it's been. It's also a, been. Go ahead. Oh, well, I was gonna say. I mean, it was it was a problem too. With like with rock stars over right. and stuff. So, I mean... But what I'm saying is rap has always been the the one genre that was opposite of that. You know what I mean? That was able to thrive without having to promote taking drugs. You see what I'm saying? Hmm. That's interesting. Well, yeah, I mean, you have, like, not just, pe- like, more underground people, but you have, like, Future. He was rapping all about being depressed and taking drugs and stuff. And mm-hmm. um, people are, like... You know, the dancing to it and stuff. So, um, but then, like, what about, you know, one of your favorites, The weekend, who 
a lot of, I mean, I think his best music was during in that trilogy. And all of that was like, would be considered druggy music. He's not a rapper, but he still has all those same right. themes in his music. Right. Um, see, like, I'm not, I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that you can't enjoy it. You know what I mean? But if we're talking about progressing, progressing the culture, you know what I mean? It's different. Like, like, yeah, like the week is not a rapper. He's actually like a pop star. I mean, Elvis, Elvis had references of taking drugs back then. You know what I'm saying? And like, it's always been a thing in pop music in general. Um, hmm. Like, or I should say like, like the dark pop, dark pop music. Post Malone, uh, favorite <laughs> of Wilson's. <laughs> Came under fire. Wait, whoa, whoa, favorite. What? Um, well, he came under fire recently because um, what he was saying about if you what he said about hip hop. So, if in case you don't know who Post Malone is, he is. Uh, would you describe him as being a hip hop artist? No. Okay. Well, he definitely See, has. Like, like, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I had this discussion um, with uh, with Rob the other day with Cash the other day, right? Uh, mm -hmm. The, the, what, what is the difference between a rapper and a hip-hop artist? Um, hip-hop is can be more broad, I guess. Okay, then yeah, I would consider him a hip-hop artist, but not a rapper. Yeah, I feel like he's more of a singer, too. Right. But right. still, he was talking about... He was talking about hip-hop. So this is what he said. Um, uh -huh. If you're looking to think about life, don't listen to hip-hop. Um... And if he wants to cry, you know, he doesn't go to hip hop. He goes and listens to Bob Dylan. Goes on to say, you know, like there are some people talking about like real shit, but you know, for the most part, if you want, if you want to think about life, want to think about that real shit, quote unquote, don't listen to hip hop. And so people got like mad, including myself. I was like, what the hell does that supposed to mean? Okay. Um, okay. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let's not go any further. Okay. Okay. Let's not go any further. So let's let's break down currently, currently, okay, currently, the top ten currently played artists in, in your opinion. Who are they? Rappers, currently played rappers. Who are they? Kendrick. Uh huh. Um, Drake. Okay. Um. Is Lil Uzi Vert too new? He's currently he's currently played a lot, so okay. I would put him up there. Um, who else? Um, Cardi B, J Cole, J Cole, Cardi B, Amigos, Amigos, um, Little Pump, <laughs> Little Pump. I'm. He, I'm he has a number three. He has a number three strong in the world right now. I'm not gonna lie. I've been listening to um, Back like a million times the past three days. <laughs> Um, yeah. Would so, you wait, put Travis you... Scott? Travis Scott? Oh, yeah, duh. Big one. Okay, that's um, eight. Two more. What about, what um, about Future? Yes, Future. future? Okay. Two, two chains. Come on. Come on, cat. <laughs> I love two chains. Kanye? Okay, would, you, would you put Post Malone on there? Yes. Huh? Yeah? Okay, so let's put Post Malone. That's 10. I would put right? Malone, yes. Okay. J. Cole is the only questionable at one I say because I don't think right now at this moment he's currently listened to a lot. Right. I would okay, interchange well, I, like I would I would year. take him off 
for for chance. I would put chance the rapper on there. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. Yep. So yeah. yeah. So let, let's do it. Let's let's interchange that, right? Mm-hmm. Out of that whole list that you gave me, right? Chance, mm-hmm. Chance, and Kendrick are the only lyricists, correct? Yes. Well, wait. Did we say? Did we include Kanye? No. No, because he's not right now. Yeah. Okay. Um. I mean, yeah. I guess. Well, the thing is, though, the thi- okay. There's lyricism, but there's also music that can like still make you feel things. Hold on, like- I'll get to that. I'll get to that. I'll get okay. to that. I'll get to that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Out of, the, out of the ten right now, currently popping, are the only ones that are that are making lyrical music, right? I guess. I guess if you were to say like people really <laughs> admire them and really listen to them for the lyrics, then yes, I would say. Oh, I would no. Agree with or, that. or no, no, not even that. Or, or let's just say their lyrics have content. The, the only ones out of the top ten that lyrics have content, right? Because I mean, we're like we're not listening to Cardi B for her bars, really, right? We're listening. To I mean, enjoy I it. enjoy them. I you enjoy, enjoy them. You enjoy it, right? <laughs> but you're not listening to. Yeah. You're not grading her bars. You know what I mean? Okay. No. Right. Same thing with Migos. If anything, <laughs> like like sometimes I have to dissect what they're saying because I was like, damn, it might be kind of sucks. You know what I mean? Travis Scott auto tune. Say again. Say again. Sometimes I have to dissect. Say again. Say again. Sorry, that was a Migos joke. You can't. You can't see what I'm doing. Finger guns right now. All right. Sorry. <laughs> Continue. All right. So that was a good joke. That was a good joke, actually. So, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Right. If, if. If you took it in the context that Post Malone was talking about hip hop all time, right? Hip hop all time, then, then you're not thinking about it right. Because he even mentioned currently there's some rappers that are spitting some real shit, right? Mm-hmm. So, well, is he wrong? Is he wrong for for saying the truth that a majority of them aren't? You know what I'm saying? So okay. What I he say? What he fair. said? What he said was that you can't look to hip hop for that. There's some rappers that are spinning real shit, but for the most part, they're not. Right. So I see it from a different perspective. Um, yeah, of course. Like what Post Malone also said that you know, if you want to have, he he likes rap music because it brings people together. It's happy music. You know, you have fun with it, and. Um, I see it as rap music is not just, you know, have fun, party, you know, get, you go crazy and stuff. Like, yeah, you, you can, you can have that. But the beauty of rap music and the beauty of hip hop is that it's so diverse and that you can have these, you know, musicians where you like, yeah, you just like want to do that and have fun. But you also have this other side where I want to like, you know, critique like the state of, you know, our country right now, I can listen to that through hip hop. Or if I want to like feel, feel things and like maybe cry even, I'll like listen to you, like I'll listen to Drake and my window pane playlist. Or um, then he's like completely like not even thinking about people who are not necessarily mainstream. But, and I would get that if I was talking to someone who was just like not really into rap music. That- what, what, what Drake rap song gets you in your feelings? Well, he wasn't talking about rap. He said he was talking about hip hop. Okay. He specifically what said hip hop song gets you in your feelings. Um, too much. 
I put it on our just on our playlist, and it always makes me feel like it's showing your feelings. Yes, that whole album. Uh, uh, all right. So, but the thing is, what I'm saying is, like, I would expect that opinion that oh, like all rap music is just for like partying and like not thinking from someone who's not really invested in rap music. But if you, but someone who's actually working in the industry and like working with other artists and stuff, you would think that he would have a better insight into like what hip hop actually has to offer. So I don't know. I feel like he's not like looking deep enough, which is, which is annoying because he's actually one of the people who is like at the forefront of that music. All right. right so look, what, what I'm saying is not. I'm not defending Post Malone, the artist, right? Mm -hmm. Because Post Malone has a history of saying some real problematic things anyways. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we could talk about that in a second. But what I'm saying is in this specific instant, he's not wrong. He's he's not wrong. He's just, it's just because it's him that said it. But look, look, look like, like, what if, what if what he said wasn't him and it was somebody like Vince Staples. Like that's that's respected in the lyrical community, right? That's respected in the lyrical community. And he's speaking out and saying that lyrics lyricists are not being respected, right? Not mm -hmm. being respected because the majority of the music right now is trash and not getting people in their feelings. But I don't think that's what I don't think that's what Post Malone was saying. He was just he basically threw all all basically all the genre, the whole genre of hip hop under the bus and was saying like but if he, he how, how, how could he have how could he have said that and then contradicted it a sentence later by saying that there are people who saying real shit. He's talking about as an overall perspective. Well, I don't know. I think it's just it's, it's just because it's postmodal. Well he the way that he went about it also just kind of supports that image of him of being kind of like a typical white hipster guy of like saying like oh you know if i really want to have like feel something deep and listen to deep music then i'm gonna go outside of this genre and listen to some folk shit like bob dylan and that's coming from someone who does like bob dylan i do like him but i don't know it's just like so typical and why i don't know like i mean i think yes if you want to critique the mainstream hip hop or like the druggy um, trend that's going on. That's one thing, but he like completely like disregards the entire genre, except for just a few people. Cause obviously he's, he can't say that. I mean, there's Kendrick, like if he said he has to keep it that into account and like Jay-Z and stuff, but like, I don't know. So, it, would it have been better if it was somebody else that said it? If it was somebody else um, more respected in hip hop that said it, would it have been better? I think no, because I think that statement is just really cliche and just really like. I mean, I it's I feel like it's just a tired argue, tired conversation that people that normally typically you hear from like an, the older generation, like, okay. oh, this music right. is so bad, you know. This is the thing. And this is an argument like it's real deep, right? Mm -hmm. This is this is the real facts, the real the real cake and the real fact. It's not it's not an opinion because the numbers are behind it, right? Mm -hmm. 
real facts. Right now, hip hop is, this goes back to the 21 Savage conversation, right? Hip hop is the biggest genre in the world, okay? Mm -hmm. And it is solely, and it is solely behind or because of the trash music. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why, right? I'm gonna use Coochie Gang as an example again, right? Gucci Gang by Lil Pump. Gucci Gang is under three minutes long, okay? Yeah. It's under three minutes long. It is easy to stream, right? Kids kids could know the words to it. It's three words, the whole song. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's simplified to, to the point where you might think that it's a joke, right? That's a mm-hmm. joke if somebody made it. So how could it be possible that it's the number three song in the world? Okay, let's go. Let's go back a little bit further. Cardi B with Bodak Yellow, right? Bodak mm-hmm. Yellow, Bodak Yellow is a direct, a direct copy of No Flocking from Kodak, Kodak Black. She even named the named the song Bodak Yellow to to support Kodak Black. Okay, and. Kodak Kodak Black is one of the most ignorant rappers out right now. You know what I mean? But he's also super, <sighs> super popular. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yes. I agree. I thought you said Cardi B for a second. I was, but no, yes, you were right about Kodak Black. Yeah. Well, how, how, how can you support that statement then? If she took about the song, what? if she took the song, her most popular song is from Kodak Black. How is she not as... As how does she not make as ignorant music as Kodak Black did? Well, no, I'm saying that Kodak Black says really ignorant things like about oh, yeah. like, dark skinned oh, yeah. women, yeah. and that that's yeah. where I'm okay, coming okay. from. Gotcha. I, um, I, I'm talking about his music. I'm talking about his music. His music is really ignorant. Like, and that goes into another discussion. We'll get into that some other day. All right, so Uzi, another one who another one Uzi actually. Uzi is an interesting case because we consider him a rapper. And he's sick of everybody calling him a rapper. He says that he doesn't make rap music. So he's denouncing himself out of hip hop. He's saying he, that he makes rock music. He makes what music? He makes rock music. That's what he says. He says he makes punk music. And these are the ones. These are the ones. These are the reason. These are the, the individuals that are the reason why hip hop is the most popular genre right now. These are the ones that are charting the highest right now. So, I mean, I think when something um, is able to be like palatable by the mainstream audience, it's going to be kind of like um, it's going to be kind of crappy. You know what I mean? Um, like, I feel like. This is going to sound like me trying to be a hipster or something. But the more, like, probably underground that you get, the um, more – it's not going to be really uh, generic-sounding stuff. You know, it's going to be more interesting. It's going to be better sounding with the lyrics. It's going to be – it's just going to be more interesting all around. Um, but I feel like when – yeah, there's going to be shitty elements of, like, hip-hop, I guess, with the music and whatever. But that's because it's so big – and because it's so appealing on a mass scale and so mainstream that you're going to have those elements that are going to be, like, not as good quality. You know what I mean? But it's okay. just so huge. And you can that, say that about really any genre. That, that's where I'm getting to. That's where I'm getting to. Okay. So if all of these trash artists, okay, are 
currently pulling in a majority of the money in hip hop. Okay. Obviously, I'm not talking about the moguls, right? The ones that make money outside of rap. Diddy hasn't made, Diddy has not made a million dollars in music in years. Okay. That's a fact. That's a fact. He has not made a million dollars in music in years, but he's still second richest person in rap. Okay. Jay Z had an album that did did well streaming wise when it came out, but now we're at the end of the year and nobody's talking about it, right? Eminem, everybody was anticipating something that song dropped that everybody trashed, and it had Beyonce on it. It had Beyonce on it. I hate it. This song is so bad. So he Kendrick is literally the only exception. The only exception. Not even not J. Cole. Not Chance the Rapper. Not Kanye? Not Kanye. Really? Not, not Childish Campino. You don't think? Not, not Gold Link. Not Vince Staples. No, Kendrick is the only one to say that he went triple platinum on a lyrical album the way that he uh, that went mainstream. See, J. Cole went double platinum on a lyrical album that had no radio singles on it. Mm-hmm. Right, Kendrick was able to chart on the Billboard high at number one and stay there until Borakiel took him out. Right. So, what are you saying? With what I'm saying is, if Kendrick is the only one fighting this fight, then Post Malone is right. If Kendrick is the only one, the only one out of all the rappers that charted this year to have actual content that gives you feels. Well, see, no, 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 no. I mean, from a lyrical standpoint, yes, I can see what you're saying. But he's just talking about when you want to get in your feelings okay. and when you want to think about life. Let, then, let's talk about I it. Mean, you can, All right. yeah. does, does the Migos give you feels? Well, no, I mean, Okay, does little Uzi give you feels? Yeah. I mean, he was just, he was just being um, promoted. He doesn't, want you to, he, like, doesn't, he, he doesn't want you to think he's a rapper. But the thing is, though, he was, there were like millions, not millions, but there were tons of people sharing about how he's actually talking about real issues like yeah, depression absolutely. and things like that. So, like, and not just him, but there were current, other artists. He's currently, he's currently fighting with the lawyers and shit to get out of the genre to, to that, make sure but, that. But he's in the hip hop genre currently. And I mean, he was performing, he wouldn't be performing at Rolling Loud if he wasn't hip hop, right? I mean, we had Black Bear, he's an R&B singer. We had Roy Woods, he's an R&B singer. Classified. When he was famous for, you know, when he put out his album where he's talking about depression, people were seeing him as hip-hop artist. That's how he's being perceived. So that's how I'm kind of judging him on that scale. I mean, he can say that he's not um, hip-hop, but the way that I think me and the larger audience is seeing him as a hip-hop artist. Right. So, I mean, I think, I mean, a lot of the, this conversation with... Um, that rappers are having in their music is about, you know, mental illness and like depression and, and things like that. So, I mean, I think you, you can't get in your feels and it's just, it's just so, I mean, if if we were just strictly talking about lyrics, then that's different, but he just wanted to talk about, you know, reflecting on life and crying and not, and he said, that rap is great for if you want to have like a good time and just like bring people together and be happy and party. That's not just all that rap is. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I think that, like, 
we're talking in circles here. We're talking in circles here because because you just literally gave my point. You just literally How? gave my point. How? Right now, right now, right in in hip hop, right now, okay. Besides Kendrick, to the when I say the masses, right? When I say the masses, I mean the numbers. I'm talking about the numbers. I'm not talking about people that you know. I'm not talking about people that I know. I'm talking about the masses. What's being heard by the masses is the trash music. That's what I'm trying to say. Right now, by the masses, nobody is listening to Talib Kweli. Nobody is listening to Vince Staples. Nobody is listening to all, anybody else. The only one that people would listen to that makes music, that's of good content, not even talking about lyrics, just good content, is Kendrick. But I also feel like, in a way, you're kind of putting words in his mouth. Because if he wanted to tackle on that, you know, critique hip-hop and but how maybe we're not... That is literally how we're not putting emphasis on these lyricists. Maybe he should have talked about that instead of saying like what he said, you know, because there are tons of people out there. So maybe you talk about, you know, shedding more, putting more attention on these artists. Um, But it's just, I mean, is he counting himself as one of the few people that's actually talking about real shit? I mean, in this argument, I'm counting himself. I'm counting him. And and I I'm treating it as he's counting himself anyways. Look, this and, and this is not just now in history, right? Whenever an, an artist says they don't want to be part of the genre, at that point in time, I stopped treating them like it. In 2016, Post Malone had an interview with Rolling Stones where he said, no, not Rolling Stones. It was the Noisy or whatever, where he says that he wants to be known as a rock a, a rock and country artist. At that point in time, I said, okay, it makes sense because he makes music relatable to rock and country. He's not a hip-hop artist to me anymore. But he stays in that genre because that's what people want him to be. Well, also because, be. also because he's, like, making music that has, like, that type what? of... Ver- that, okay, that has I'm what? Gonna, okay, I'm going to pull because the song lyrics right yeah, now. Go ahead. That's fine. Okay. It's, also, it's also a song that has 21 Savage on it. Hey, I've been fucking hoes and popping pillies. Man, I feel like just like a rock star. Hey, all my brothers got that gas, and they always be smoking right. like a rock star. Kind of sounds remember, like it. Kind of sounds like the the type of music that he is saying doesn't have a real life shit. Do you remember <laughs> when? What well, do you remember when Nelly made that country song that went really really big? Yeah, I love that song. You know that song was was. The only song, only country song, okay, to make it on hip hop radio. The only country song to make it on hip hop radio. But yet, but yet, Nelly raps on it. So, would you say that he's no longer a rapper? He's a country star? No, I'm saying that he's an artist that can do whatever he wants. If he wants, if he right now wants to do full time country, guess what? We got to treat him like a country star because that's what he wants to do. Well, then once once I see Post Malone do that, do focus more on rock and 
a country, then yeah. If you we, listen to his see. album, if you listen to Stoney, he has two songs that has like heavy bass on it. Period. Like everything else is like acoustic guitars and shit. Yeah, I mean, but there's, I mean, I'm sure it's not just everyone else and like the radio stations choosing which singles that he puts out. I mean, there he has a, he's putting the hip hop influence music, the hip hop heavy stuff out there, you know? So it's not just everyone else saying, oh, I'm putting this label on you that you're hip hop, even if you're trying not to be. I mean, he, it's also on him too. Right. I fall apart, hit the country stations, and it charted on the country charts as well, too. Before before, before it popped off in the hip hop world. Look, so, I, I don't give a fuck I don't give a fuck about Post Malone because this argument isn't about him. It's about what he said and it being criticized the way it is because it's Post Malone. Yeah, I get it. Post Malone has done and said some problematic things, right? But in this particular moment, what he said. I don't feel like it was wrong because he's 100 right he says exactly what i've been saying what i've been saying for like forever what i've been saying for like forever right so, now right now there isn't enough content to even consider consider hip-hop an emotional state right now if anything if anything like you mentioned there's a lot of a lot of talk about drug abuse and depression right uh-huh. Uh, talk about drug abuse and depression. Well, guess what? The, one of the one of the rappers that people call the pioneers of drug and depression talk is Future, who went on an interview and said that he just says all that stuff because he doesn't take drugs. He doesn't take drugs. And he's not even depressed, but he's still making that music. So at that point in time, well, I stopped taking him serious. The pioneer of that music says says that it says that it's all fake. Travis Scott says that he doesn't take half the drugs he says he takes. And his raps. What, what, well, what? I mean, that's that's possibly true, but I guess from my point of view, my argument is that um, people too, too many times just completely oversimplify what they think hip hop is, and they don't see it for they don't see the diversity in the in the genre, and they usually just kind of like dismiss it as like, oh, this is just really um, shallow party music. But there's there's more to it, you know what I mean? So when I that's what I got out of his commentary, and I just saw it as a reflection of like other people that I've seen. Either if you're an older, if you're an older person who is not like who just doesn't like the new genre of music, because there's that's always how it's going to be. People, older people, always don't like new stuff, or you're just like not really a fan of hip hop, and you just kind of see it as noise. But so that's how. Well, Kat, let's agree to disagree. So. I guess, yeah, I feel like at this point, you know, I I see where you're coming from. And I've also, you know, I know that there are definitely a lot of like artists that are kind of, there's this kind of shitty music that is just like guilty pleasure. Like, yes, little pump. I've been listening to back, but it's, I would not cry to it, no. But <laughs> there are people out there that I think, um, you know, there's a lot of good hip hop artists out there that can get you in your feels if you feel like crying. <laughs> if you want to feel something. Yeah, you know what? Let me let me go ahead and listen to um let me go back and listen to uh Shake Your Ass by Mystical. So I can shed a tear tonight. And there's another thing. One more thing. Rap there's always been fun rap um with stupid lyrics. 
it's always no. existed. But there's no, no, also no, been nobody the... said nobody said they didn't exist. It's not something new. Okay, we have to. We have. <laughs> Maybe this will we'll have to continue this later. But um, should 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 we move on to the cringe moment of the week? Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Cringe moment of the week. So, this week's cringe moment of the week is actually. Something I had to rewatch like five times because this man is a marketing genius. A marketing genius. And I am talking about LeVar Ball. There ain't no confusion. There's a lot of confusion. It's just somebody asked me a question and I gave us a lot of confusion to you. It's ain't a no lot of confusion, confusion to, me. to me. It is. That's why I needed you on. Do you think why the president conf- Why helped? is it confusing? Because I don't Are understand you what you're saying. Did, I am concerned. Did you think that the president That's helped the boys get out? That's because you have to listen very slowly, carefully. I'm trying. Did he do help you, the boys get out? I don't know. Why do you doubt I don't it? know. If I was going to thank somebody, I would probably, I'd probably thank President uh, Xi. President I, Xi. I'll thank him. He's in China. He's the head, he's the head of uh, True. Uh, the president in China. True. And the president I mean, of the United somebody States can make said a, Somebody can make a suggestion. Him. Somebody can make a suggestion and somebody could do something. You got people that make suggestions. You got people that do things. I just don't understand just your skepticism a lot of people about be it. Like, hey, why don't you be a little lenient? What is the skepticism about? Why are we even talking about this with all these political matters going on in the world? Well, but this is the one that concerns your. You know, somebody's going, somebody's going to go and tweet, and my involvement is always going to be with my son, but I don't have to deal with everybody around me. I, I just got to make sure he's taken care of. But the president. But, but there's a lot of people that can go around and say, Lavar, this is what I did for your son. I did this for your son. I did this. He'd never be where he was if I didn't do this for him. I'm not trying to hear all that. I know, but there's I'm just a saying, difference when you go between. Over there, what are we talking about? We're Hold talking on, LeVar, about. There's a difference uh, between a some. doing something for my son. Yes, that's what we're talking about. We got it. Now we're on the same page. Okay. So the president. What did he do for my son? The president says that he spoke to the Chinese president. He says that the boys okay, were that was informed. Nice. That was nice. That the involvement of the president of the United States mattered. And that then he wanted some thanks. And instead, oh. you said, who? What was he, Trump, over there for? Don't tell me he, nothing. He wanted some Everybody thanks. wants he wanted to make it seem like he helped me out. I mean, you, you're trying to make it sound like that. I'm, I'm just saying. That's what you said. I didn't meet Winnie face to face. I know exactly what I said, but are you, you buffing it up like you said that you don't want to say thank you to nobody. No, come meet me I like sound? a man, shake my hand, and tell me what you've done for me. I was trying to be much more even. I don't well, want to. I don't, I'm I don't, not I, trying to I, add I know how you were trying to say it, but that's okay. I'm trying to say it with an even That's what you do. No, no, no. What I try to you do can't is try to figure out tone. what's going on, LeVar. <laughs> LeVar, yeah, he he definitely is <laughs> probably, he, he, I felt like the cringiest moments of that was the news anchor just trying to say something. <laughs> LeVar kept, um, he wouldn't let that happen. But no. in case, yeah. No, he, he wouldn't let it happen. No way. Um, but if you, this is all in response to um, Lavar's son got arrested for shoplifting when he was in China, and um, they he was able to get released. And Trump tweeted about how like he didn't he didn't get any thanks from Lavar, and how he should have just left him there. He should have left his son in, in the prison. Um, and Lavar <laughs> just responded with, "Who who said that? What?" And so now he's on CNN, just completely making a very cringy moment out of this. And the news anchor is struggling to, <laughs> to talk to him. <laughs> yep. I mean, honestly, honestly, LeVar, 
LeVar Ball had we we could make a whole list of cringe cringe worthy LeVar Ball moments. The fact that he went on CNN and attacked attacked the president like that is pretty hilarious. And and not only that, but also made the news anchor feel kind of dumb. Yeah, I mean, you know, he you're right, he's great at marketing. Um he is gonna try to you know, he's just really proud of his sons. I'm just gonna <laughs> we can yeah. put it but Apparently, Donald Trump's tweets talking about LeVar Ball, LeVar Ball gave him like $13 million in advertising. Can you believe that? That's insane. That is insane and genius. Yes. And so that maybe that, you know, that was LeVar's plan the whole time. It seems like it. It seems like it. Who do you think, who do you think we'll get into a few next, Trump or LeVar? You know what? We they should do a celebrity death match. Oh my god, that's intense. So Levar no, 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 versus no, like, like you remember the old MTV like clay fire thing, celebrity death match. Yes. They should do. They should remake it just for that match. Yes. I mean, we'll see who can like talk the most. I, I feel like it would just be Trump and Levar. Or yeah, they, they would just be talking at each other and like. Complete like, but one side would try to interrupt, and then the other person would be trying to interrupt. But they would just be talking the whole time, and like whoever gives up talking loses. I wonder yep. who would win. Yeah, um, Lebar will win. Lebar will win for sure. You think he would just he would be able to keep talking even if Trump was there? Yeah, for sure. All I'm hearing is Trump going wrong, wrong. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I could, I could tell that. Um, but you know what? If any more people want to have a feud with, with Trump, that's fine with me. As long yeah, as you make it entertaining. Like, as long as you make it entertaining like what LeVar was doing on that news. Exactly. Exactly. On the news. Yeah. So this is this is episode 17. We only have one episode left. Okay. After this. I know. I mean, it's it's got it's to gotta be, be a really great episode. You'll see. It's going to be a great episode. And we have a surprise coming, which I kind of talked about, but not really earlier this episode. Um, it's going to be great. And um, we also have our playlist up for a little bit longer. It's great. And who knows? Maybe it'll make you feel something. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Um, you, might, you might hear uh, uh, Ric Flair by um, Offset and 21 Savage. And you might... Shed a tear or two. You never know. Um, but our next playlist is actually coming up this week, right, Kat? Yes. Is this is it? Yeah, actually no. you're right. We have one more. No, no, no. We have a new playlist. We have a new playlist. Yeah. Yeah. I know. All right. <laughs> we have a new playlist coming out this week. And it's gonna be great. It's gonna have um back by a little pump. <laughs> It's so, <laughs> it's so much fun to listen to. Like, um, driving. I okay. So I put it on the on the, in the car, and like right when the beat started, the green light turned on. I'm like, fuck yeah, this is great. <laughs> it was so pumped. <laughs> um, anyways, but um, no, that is no not. And I, I will. <laughs> yeah, that was actually an accidental pump pun. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, expect. Of music on our playlist that will 
make you feel things, maybe make you not feel things. Maybe you don't want to think about life. Maybe you do want to think about life. But you know what? You can find it all on our playlist. Right, Wilson? Right. <laughs> and I, 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 well, well, when we stop recording, remind me to tell you what I, what I just got. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, I, don't, I don't want to say we're recording because the block is too hot for me. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. All right. Well, um, if you want, if you can't wait until next week to, to hear from us, you can always find me on Twitter and Instagram under Catlin Design. And you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at WZ Happening. You know, you already know. You guys can send me with whatever I just got. You know what I mean? All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Ain't no confusion.